Welcome to Skills in Action. This is Stephanie Redcross West from Vegan Mainstream, and I'm here to ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and guide you on a journey of growth and success. I'm thrilled to have you here because it means you're ready to take your business to new heights. You're seeking growth, improvement, and that extra push to make things happen. Well, my friend, you've come to the right place. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and motivated. This is your nudge, your invitation to soar. Together, we'll unlock your full potential and make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. It won't always be easy, but it will be worth it, I promise. So let's dive in and make magic happen. Sales is a, I don't know, it can be a tough word. It can really be a tough experience for many of us because most of us have had like a bad experience. Most of us could sit around like we could just sit in a room and all tell like horror stories of how someone tried to sell us a product or push something or just the technique in the experience. We bought a car for my mother this year and absolutely did not like the experience at all. And it's still like to this day, as I remember it, I'm like, ugh, you know, like I almost have like a physical response to it. So I know some of you out there have that as well. And that's not just the only thing I have that experience with. You know, it it can happen over and over and over and over. And what I think sometimes happens is those experiences we have where like, it's negative, it's a problem, it's someone did something to us. We bring that into our business and we get a little bit afraid that we're going to become that person. It's like kind of like the monster under the bed. And the reality is you don't have to be the monster under the bed to be effective in sales. But what you do have to do is you have to understand how to use sales in a way that doesn't feel like sales. And I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive. I know it sounds like, what do you mean I'm doing sales? It's not really sales. And what I'm really talking about is finding a way to connect with people, to use less of a style of pushing the sale and more of a style of educating and seeing sales as more of a multi-step process as opposed to the same process over and over and over. Now, I don't want to set the wrong expectation that like you don't have to actually sell. You do have to sell. You have to ask people to buy. You have to actually ask for the sale. That is so crucial. And I have other lessons about it. But I think sometimes where we fall down is our businesses get stressed or we get nervous or we need to drive sales and we just kind of jump to the end of the book in a sense. And therefore, instead of doing the work that it takes to get people comfortable with purchasing, to get people to understand your product or service, to really give yourself the space and time to build marketing materials and sales materials that support people in that discovery and that process, we basically are like, come on, just buy my stuff. It's kind of cool. I can help you. Don't you know that? And we kind of get a little bit, I don't want to say arrogant, but we get short-sighted. And that's why I think we all have sometimes those negative sales experiences because we bump into a person that's under pressure. We bump into a person that needs to make something happen fast and therefore they're only using one tool. It's kind of like using a hammer for everything. So when you need like a screwdriver, they're just using a hammer. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you need a saw, they're using a hammer. And it's like, okay, we can't keep using the same tool over and over and over. And it doesn't mean a hammer is bad. And that's why I'm saying asking people for sales, it's not bad. The hammer is a great tool. It's just not the tool for everything that you need to do to get the job done. So be careful. Don't pull out the hammer when it's not time to pull out the hammer. And make sure you discover what else you have available to you. And that's what we're going to talk about in this lesson. What other tools do you have? What other things can you do so that you can prepare people for the sale and prepare people for the discussion and the timing when you need to pick up that hammer? All right. So I hate to use a hammer. It sounds so violent, so aggressive, but I thought it might be a good visual here. So I'm hoping it is. Lesson focus, targeting audience and what phase of business you are in. We're going to discover that in this next segment. Every time I do an episode, I love, love, love to talk about who's this for. Because, you know, there's so much training, there's so much information out there. It feels like everyone can just pick it up and use it. And yes, all of this stuff can be helpful, but I know you can't listen to every single episode. I know you have stuff to get done. And I always want to guide you through the process of knowing when you should keep jumping into this episode or when to come back to it when you're writing. This episode is really for my folks who are in the growing stage of their business. Yes, you could use this if you were starting out, but honestly, if you're starting out, I'd rather you focus on content. I'd rather you focus on getting your schedule down in social media. I'd rather you get into the more giving mode in social media than expecting and hoping a return from a sale. So it doesn't mean you can't use sales in social media. It doesn't mean you can't do what I'm going to talk about today, but I really want my folks who have figured out how to kind of build a community, build connection, you know, really build that relationship. If you figured that out and now you're saying, how do I turn that into a revenue generating stream for me and continue to support, then this is for you. The other thing this is for is this is for anyone in any stage of their business when you hit a slump, when you're feeling like, oh, things aren't working the way they should, or you just had a mishap or a misstep. You know, a lot of times we have like a whole process set up in our business and it's working and this is just chugging along and then the algorithms change or the ads don't work like they used to or a partner you used to work with or collaborate with isn't sending you the traffic that you used to um, or anything. Things just happen in the world. Things just happen externally to our businesses. Links break down. Just stuff happens, unfortunately. And because of that, you can find yourself in a mode where you need to drive sales in a fairly quickly time period. And what that means is you are in this like hyper-focused sales mode. And when you're in a hyper-focused sales mode because you have to drive some action in your business, this kind of episode can help you because I'm going to lay out a way that you can do this in a short period for kind of a quick win. Now, remember, this is a long-term strategy and a quick win strategy. Have both in there. So once you get out of this crunch time, I do want you to go back and strategically work through this. But I know stuff happens and, you know, sometimes we got to make it happen when we need it. So if you're in that scenario, this is definitely an episode for you. Now, let's just talk about what to expect before I get into the details of the lesson. What I really want to walk you through today 
is techniques that you can use that allow you to blend your revenue generation kind of goals with content community and overall marketing. What I fear happens at times is when we're building our marketing at times is we kind of do it in a silo. We're like, oh, I'm working on some social media here. I'm working on some email here, or I'm working on this, or I got to fix this. And what happens is we don't build this like harmony in our business. And one way that I find to drive sales, and this is really across the board in all really disciplines and all different tools when it comes to um, your marketing plans is you really have to figure out how do they work together and how do you get the sales side of things to be the complement to what you're doing as opposed to the driving force of what you're doing. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but don't forget to go check out the episode, especially my folks who have, um, you know, our paid membership program for skills. I really think you're going to enjoy this one. We have a couple great videos in here kind of walking you through the process. Picture a place where you can go to connect with other vegan entrepreneurs, learn and practice new skills to grow and scale your business. Take courses to deepen your learning, ask questions and get live feedback from industry experts and more. That place is skills. If you want to propel your vegan or plant-based business to the next level, join us today for our paid membership. Not ready to upgrade? No problem. Please continue to enjoy this free podcast. There's so many different ways I could approach this episode and really kind of this training. And what I struggle is I want to teach you everything, but I know I got to hit the big points and I got to hit some of the main, main, main things because I want to make sure I pique your interest. I also want to make sure that you have some ha-ha moments and I don't like weigh you down too much. I'm going to start with some of the big stuff, but just know that, you know, I have more detail and more backup in this lesson once you get into our community. And the big place I really want to start is the idea that we all should have like these promotional calendars. And what I mean by a promotional calendar is when it's time to sell something, instead of thinking about sales in individual channel approach, I want you to at some point in your business sit down and build like a plan. Now, I know for some of you, you're like, well, how can I build a plan? I should always be selling, right? And yes, eventually you want to get that rhythm where there's always kind of that sales cycle going. But if you're in some of those scenarios, like I talked about earlier, where you need to drive sales quickly or you're trying to grow your business, what we have to do sometimes is not just do everything and not just do a ton of stuff and see what works its way out. Because letting things kind of work their way out is not necessarily a great strategy. That's just sometimes the path of least resistance. And that's not always the best way to be running our businesses. So what I want you to do is sit down and say, okay, if I had a 30-day window and I wanted to sell some product, I wanted to sell my products, my services, my course, my training, my classes, um, my program, what would I do in that 30-day period, 60-day period throughout my channels to sell it? And what I love to do is I love to say, okay, well, if I'm going to do some email as an example, over a 60-day period, I may send out an email every other week. If I'm doing over a 30-day period, I may send out an email every week. And if you're sending out an email every week, what I want you to do is say, okay, what's the topic of the emails? And a traditional flow of like an email campaign will be like announcing the product or service. It may be a sneak preview or a viewing of what the product or service is. 
you may do some before and after or some testimonials from customers or clients that you've had before. You may show people how it works or how you built it or how the program functions. You know, all of those things are going to be different themes within those emails. And what you want to do when you're thinking about social media is your social media should complement that same type of flow. So instead of trying to say, okay, how am I going to sell it? What I want you to do is I want you to say, well, if I'm going to introduce the product in an email, what can I do in social media that gives people more visibility to what the product is and how it works or how the service works? And therefore you can do a social media series, two or three videos, maybe it's two or three reels on IG that physically shows people the product or service. So you can pick up the purse and, you know, move it around, show people what it looks like, show what it looks like in different outfits, different looks, different occasions, different locations. Or if it's a service and it's something like a course, you can do a tour video where you show people how to log in and how to get into the course. You can show people what the videos look like, what the flow looks like, what the design looks like of the course. If you have live support or you do classes, show people what it's like in your classes with some upbeat music. And what happens now is your emails and social media are reinforcing each other. You can also send people from email to those social media um, series so they can watch them, they can comment on them. And now you're getting that cross channel support. And then finally, what you can do from a social media standpoint is we can continue to go from there. We can continue to add other channels within your marketing kind of plan and use social media to complement it. For example, a lot of times people like to do interviews while they're like promoting a book, like you're on a book tour and you do all these great interviews and you're talking about the book and talking about everything you have going on. But those interviews tend to be like scattered on other people's sites. So why not take a clip from that interview and put it on your social media? Whether it's a audio clip, a video clip, if it's an interview that's written up, you can turn that into a reel as well. We've done this where we've shown like web pages. And what we do is we kind of take, it's almost like a screen share kind of view where we like scroll down the page. People can't read it, but they can physically see the article. So you may see like the logo at the top of where the article's from. And then we'll scroll down the page and show you the article. And then maybe we'll do a clip where you'll see a photo of me talking. And then we'll go back and pull a quote out of the article and pop that up on the screen. So there's very creative ways that you can do this. But once again, what you're doing is saying, okay, I'm doing all these great interviews. Let me have an echo of it in social media that helps kind of bring the conversation back to you, helps your audience see these interviews and you know that social kind of credibility um, that the interviews will do for you from a sales standpoint. And now your marketing's kind of layered on top of each other. So when it's time for you to post something in social media that says, hey, we got a great promotion going on, or we just stocked up on this item, or I made some updates to my course, or I have a new class schedule coming out for the fall or for the spring, what happens is you've done the work in social media to help people understand who you are, what you offer, and what are some of those benefits to your product or service before you ask them to act now. And that's how your Social media becomes selling without selling because you're doing all this other work in addition to the post that says, ready to buy it. And therefore, we're not just jumping to the end. We're doing that additional work. Now, for some of you, you're like, Stephanie, <laughs> that's a lot of work. 
that's more than I can give right now. That's I'm, I'm already, I got too much going on. That's way too much. And I get it. You may not be at that level, but I wanted to introduce that because number one, some of you are ready for it. You're ready to go to that next level. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit hard, but that's what growth is. You know, you got to kind of keep elevating in your business. So I wanted to start there because I wanted many of you to realize that it might be time for you to get out of just some tactical things and jump into that bigger strategic approach when it comes to building these marketing plans and really using your social media in dynamic ways. But some of you are like, okay, I'm tired. I'm worn out. I'm just, I'm in a phase. I'm in a stage. I'm I'm just in a place, Stephanie, where I need something that I could just do tomorrow. And I get that. I get there too. It happens to all of us. And I want to give you something for that too. And I probably would say my number one thing I would say um, that you would use is live streaming. Absolutely love, 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 love live streaming. And I specifically love doing live streaming as Q&As. And what I mean by that is when you go live and you just kind of talk to your audience about what you have going on, what's the offer or what's happening. Say, for example, you have a whole new, you know, ton of classes coming out in the spring. You're doing cooking classes, fitness classes, some type of training classes, as an example. So you're going to announce it and say, this is what I have going on and then give people backstory on why you chose those classes. Give people backstory on what they can get out of those classes and why it made sense to do them and how you structure them. Are there an hour? There are two hours. You know, do they have, you know, are they cook-alongs? Are they, you know, how does the process work? And then ask people if they have questions. Now, you can do this as a very basic, just go live, test it out, see how it goes. And you may have mixed results because depending on how many people are online, you know, if it's your first time, you know, you got to get better and better at this process. But I say mixed results because I don't want you to think that like, I'm just going to go do this and I did it once. And if it wasn't like amazingly successful, you're going to be like, eh, that doesn't work. That's not how this works. You really have to do multiple Q&A sessions. You have to show up multiple times because not every time of day works for everybody. And you have to show up for your customers more often than you're asking them to show up for you. It's not fair to say, hey, show up and buy my product, but I'm not willing to do a Q&A, a live Q&A, unless 500 of you show up. Like, that's not fair. Five people show up, three people show up, two people show up, show up for them, show up for the next group. The numbers will grow over time and people will take notice that you take the time to make sure people understand what you're offering and how it can help them. It really goes a long way. The other reason I love doing this is because you can use other platforms to encourage people to come to your live sessions. So you can send out an email and tell people, hey, we got a new launch, new product, new classes, whatever's going on in your business. You know, I have a course I've been doing forever. Absolutely love it. And I decided to revamp it. Do a live Q&A, but email people and say, hey, I'm going to answer questions. I'm going to give you a tour. I'm going to show you what's going on. And you can do that in all of your platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. It doesn't really matter the platform. Almost all of them have some way to go live. And in some cases, depending on software you can use, you can go live in multiple platforms at the same time. Different lesson. We'll talk about that later, but just wanted to drop that little seed there. So 
what I want you to do as you're listening to this episode, as you're thinking about what's next from this episode, is I want you to realize that you can directly talk to people about what you're doing without turning it into a buy it session. Now, can you ask at the end, hey, if anybody's interested, I'm going to drop a link? Absolutely. That's just saying if people are interested. What you don't want to do is hold them hostage. And what you definitely don't want to do is make your live Q&A a commercial. Like it shouldn't be a commercial for your product. Like this is what it is. And you therefore only promote it. Remember, you have to help people understand how what you do and you offer helps them, helps a problem they have, a challenge they have, a frustration they have. How are you the solution? Because ultimately what sales is, is sales is this like partnership between their problem and you as the solution for it. Their frustration and you as the opportunity for them to be either less frustrated or remove some of that pain. What's happening is often people are searching for a way to do better, be better, change their outlook. And therefore, they're looking to you to meet that challenge that they have. And therefore, to meet them there, you need the time to show and let people know that you get it. You get what their problem is. You get what the issue is. And you can help them see how what you do helps them solve it. People are not necessarily online saying, hey, I just can't wait to do 10 different cooking classes. That's not it. People are normally trying to eat healthier. People are normally trying to incorporate more greens into their diet. People are trying to make changes for all different types of ways and all different reasons. Or maybe they never cooked and they just want to, you know, get better at their skills. Or maybe they're planning to start a family. Or maybe they had a health scare. But what happens is these are the driving forces for why someone buys or signs up for a cooking class. And therefore, you need the time and space to make sure that people know you get it and also explain how a cooking class can help them if they're trying to solve some of those issues. Now, I just use cooking class as a random example. Um, When I do these, I always try to pick some type of business model, but it's same goes for no matter what service program or what you offer. It's time for a walk, run, or sprint. This is our segment where we break down the strategy and talk about how you should implement it. When it's time to do these things, it's always a question of how quickly should I put this in place? Because there are things that are a little bit more strategic, but there are also items that are tactical. Now, I gave you two examples of things you can do, but in the lesson or full lesson, we have some more examples as well. But if we stick to these two, the idea of creating this promotional calendar or live streaming, I'm going to split them up. When it comes to live streaming, I think that's a sprint. Go out there and try it test it out. And like I said, this is going to be something where you're going to have to work your way through it. In the end, you may end up either doing live streaming for like four weeks in a row to see how it works, see what kind of response you get, see how people, you know, kind of questions you get and so forth um, and see if it can work for your business with your style. It really is a valuable tool, but it does, you know, take some time to get used to being in that space as well as Some people show up and don't have questions. So you have to be able to fill that space and talk about what you're doing and so forth. So get used to that kind of rhythm. 
Now, when it comes to the promotional calendar, this is something I really want you to walk into. And when I say walk, I don't want this to be like six months later, you're still working on a plan and trying to make it perfect. It's not about perfection. The reason I want you to walk into this is because I want you to sit down and plan it out figure out what you want to do, figure out what are all the marketing components and how social media complements it. And then I want you to spend the time to build the materials and build things in advance and get them scheduled. So instead of thinking, okay, I'm just going to try to do all this stuff in two weeks. I don't want you to rush yourself. I don't want the process to be crazy stressful. Now I know some of you, it's like, I got to get this going, Stephanie. I ain't got all that time. And I understand that. That's fine. But as a general rule, I want you to sit down and say, what is my launch date? Like, am I launching this in two months, three months, six months? When am I doing it? Figuring out the plan, building everything. And before you launch, everything's ready. It'd be great if everything was ready like 30 days in advance. But, you know, most of us aren't doing that. Most of us are still tweaking it up to the night before. But what I want you to do is really work on a strong plan, build it, write it, create it, schedule it and be ready to roll it out. So if you're looking for Sprint, go for the live stream. If you're looking for something that's gonna be gradual, more lasting and more impactful, then you wanna go with the promotional calendar, which is gonna be much more of a walk approach. So how do you get access to the training? How do you jump into the layers of putting together a promotional calendar? How do you access some of the other things that we have in this lesson um, in our skills community? Because we talk about things like using direct messaging. We talk about breadcrumbs in posts. And then we also have a video in here where I talk about how to build like a promotional like planning document in social media and layering these social media posts on it. So there's definitely more in this lesson if you're looking for more and you want more detail. And the best way to really access it is via the link in this episode. Now remember, this is content that's available to our paid members. At times we do promotions and activities where people are able to click through and access this information as well. So maybe we're in one of our promotional periods while you're listening to this. So definitely give the link a try. But the goal of this is to really bring you into this kind of social media space. So in the community, we have a couple of different spaces named based on you know, the information that they offer. And we have a place called the Marketing Buffet. The Marketing Buffet is where we break down each of the channels. And there's a channel under the Marketing Buffet called Social Media. And then within Social Media, you'll find this lesson and it's called in the community, it's called Driving Sales Via Social Media. So let's do a quick recap because it's time to probably wrap up this episode. I've been talking for a little while, giving you some detail and so forth. And I want you to kind of take away some key things from today to either help you move forward in just even the stuff I talked about in this episode, but also, you know, get you inspired to take some of these next steps and maybe even dig a little bit deeper into the lesson. And the biggest thing I want you to think about after listening to this episode is how are you going to act on this information? How are you going to take what we talked about today and do something with it? Because what can happen is we can hear these things in theory, but then we can go back to our habits. And our habit can be that short-sighted approach we talked about earlier, where it's kind of like, yeah, I would love to do all the stuff you're talking about, Stephanie, but I think I'm just going to post an image of that talks about my cooking classes. Oh, I'm just going to post an image that tells people they can sign up for my course. 
And I don't want you to just fall back into what you used to do. Now, I don't want you to abandon what you used to do while you're working on a new plan, but I want you to make a commitment to think about how to get sales going into your social media. And the reason I bring this up is it's easy to have marketing channels that are just out there just to, you know, do the stuff we think we ought to do. Sometimes when we have social media, we think about social media like we're just doing it. We have to get it done. It's something everyone does. It's a platform I have to be on. And we forget that we have to make sure that there's a layer to it that helps drive growth in our businesses. And what I want you to do is I want you to say, okay, Steph, these might be nice ideas, but I want you to say, I'm going to commit to taking the one of these ideas and moving it forward. I also want you to maybe take a few minutes and also evaluate what you're doing on social media. Like, are you incorporating enough sales? Are you thinking about sales? Do you have that sales layer on top? Whether it's types of posts that you're putting in there, whether it's doing the live sessions that we talk about, like how are you ensuring that all the work you're putting in social media does drive growth? And like I said, I don't want you to be like, oh goodness, I'm not doing enough. Let me just send out a whole bunch of bye, bye, bye posts. I want you instead to say, okay, in my descriptions, am I including links? When I talk during my videos, do I mention the fact that people can sign up for my program? You know, can I do something? And this is something we even play around with these episodes where sometimes you'll listen to an episode and we'll have a little bit of a commercial for our products or services. And that's just because I got to put that breadcrumb in here somewhere so that you're aware of it. I don't want it all the time and I don't want to interfere with the content. I want to teach. That's really what I love doing. But I have to drop marketing and sales kind of notes into the entire symphony of what we do. And that's what I want you to do. I really want to make sure that you're either taking action or having that I'm ha moment where you're looking at what you're doing and saying, oh, I'm not really doing some of the stuff Stephanie's talked about. I'm really not educating people. I'm really not taking the time to give them visibility of my products and services. And I'm really not finding that additional layer of sales without selling or that sales kind of social media magic. You might find that you're like, oh, I missed that opportunity. If that's the case, this is your time to jump into. Or you might be on the other side. Maybe you're going too far on the sales side. I mean, I lighten it up a little bit. Either way, I want you to work on something so you can start to see a difference. And it doesn't have to be in every channel, then that'd be everything you do. But start with one of your social media channels. <laughs> and what I want you to do is I want you to find a way forward where you can ultimately turn your social media into a tool that helps people understand what you do and what you offer and how what you do can be a solution for them. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Skills in Action. I'd love to hear, what did you think? Did you have any aha moments? What got you fired up? Remember, if you're feeling unsure or like you could use support, I'm always here. You're not alone on this journey. We're in this together, supporting and empowering one another. Together, we'll overcome obstacles and celebrate victories. With a treasure trove of resources, 
unwavering support, and a network of like-minded individuals. You'll be amazed at the heights your skills and your business can reach. So don't hesitate to become a member and unlock our full potential of our school skills community. Visit our website and learn more about taking to new heights. If you're not quite ready, don't stress. There's no rush. Listen to a few more episodes before diving in, and we'll be here, ready to guide you every step of the way. This is an ongoing journey and an evolution and a process we're all committed to together. Once again, thanks for joining. Don't forget to subscribe, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.